Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber. We have not prepped for this at all. We're just jumping right in. I don't know if this is going to be 10 minutes long or an hour and 10 minutes long, but we are joined by... I'm, my name is Ben Helms. I'm joined, as always, by Jason Helms, hey. my big brother and co-host. He is here. And we are joined again, I don't know, third, fourth, fifth time? What is this, John? Yeah, I'm I'm expecting the fifth timer jacket, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's on the way. Perfect. Yep, it's on the way. We shipped that a couple weeks ago. We're very prepared here at Men of Low Moral Fiber. Welcome back, Sean Thompson. Thanks. It's been a minute. It has. It has. I think, was it earlier this year? No, it was last year. Yeah, it's been like last a year, year and a half. Yeah, 2020 has yeah. taken its toll on all kinds of things, but mostly my video game partaking. I know, I know. But you've been able to jump in. You got an Xbox One this year. I do have an Xbox One. Did you play uh, Red Dead, right? It was the first one you kind of jumped in on? was playing Red Dead, yeah. Um, I have a group that plays Halo on Wednesday nights that I absolutely suck at. Um, but it's, you know, it's a fun quarantine thing to do with friends. Yeah, um, nice. But most recently, I've been take, partaking in a game with you guys as well. Yes. Oh, Star Squad Wars up. Squadrons. Yes. Squad ready. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars Squadrons. We've talked about it for months and months. And instead, this fall of getting some sort of first person action or Fallen Order Part 2. Yeah, exactly. One of those Star Wars games that we've been getting every fall or every other fall. We got a cockpit simulator, a flight simulator. Yeah. What is it? I like cockpit simulator. It's like you're in a cockpit, but not <laughs> um, really. <laughs> I I did find out that you can do that actually. Like after you get out of your your starfighter and you're about to go to the briefing for the next thing, you can stop, turn around, get back in the ship, and it's a cockpit simulator. And you just look around. You just you just hanging out. Yeah, you can inspect like every angle of your ship. So much, so many confusing details. I'm not sure why. I'm guessing it was one of those things that were was just cooler in <laughs> VR because yeah. it wasn't that yeah. cool 2D. Yeah. Okay. Let's that, let's start there. Okay. This game is a VR game. It's a yes. great VR game. It's a really fun VR game that they did a cool thing and they ported to other systems just so you could check it out and be like, wouldn't this be cool in VR? I've heard from several VR players that it's their favorite VR game to play. Really good. That it's very much like the thing we wanted to do as a kid. You just you're getting in an X-wing and you're doing dogfights in space, and it's all the instrument panels work, and like you can look around, you can look over your shoulder. That sounds amazing. That was not my experience, mm. <laughs> nor was it mine. No, no, it's a little <laughs> different. You can double click a button and like look around, and it goes super slow, and it is of no use to anything. It just helps you get shot faster. Yeah, uh, it's cool being in a Tie Fighter, Tie Interceptor, X Wing, A Wing, B Wing, all that stuff. But it's it's not much better than Rogue Squadron, nineteen ninety eight or whatever for N sixty four, and it's it just is kind of like a better graphic version of Star Wars X Wing, nineteen ninety three or whatever that we've played before on the podcast. But it it's the story. I don't want to shit all over this game because <laughs> yeah. it's still Star Wars and it's, it's still Wars. awesome. And it's 40 bucks and you know, it's going to go on sale for 20 in like three weeks. Oh, for sure. In the spring, it'll be 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I, I bought it cause it was 40. I probably would have hesitated if it was 60. I'm really glad I didn't spend 60 bucks on this. Cause it's not, it's not $60 worth of a game for a diehard Star Wars fan like me and like us, it's worth 40 bucks, but it's not something I'll go back to much. I don't think. So, so Sean, yeah, I, I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't have the VR experience as, as well. In addition, also, uh, just being on Xbox is my main platform, but you could tell as soon as you started playing, you're like, well, I really wish I was playing this on VR yeah. because it just seems like it was made for that. And 
That was almost in the back of my mind the whole time I'm playing the game of like, it, it seems like you're not quite getting the full experience of the game simply yeah. because you're just playing on a normal controller. Um, and you, you found yourself wanting to be able to look around with your head totally. um, and being able to use your thumbs, hands yeah. for other things. Yep. Um, okay, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> super topical. Very topical. I mean, as of today, as of today. The Google, yeah, you can Twitter Zoom. He wants to apologize to his family, his friends, his wife? and deep to left field, the Cardinals <laughs> now up 4 0. Don't think I'll be putting on this headset again. <laughs> and we're back from we're the, back. Uh, the Tubin side quest. Uh, back to this side quest on Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, uh, pause again. Let's, guys, get, let's get positive for a little bit. Do you guys remember that? that video game, that arcade game, Tubin? No. Where you were in the, the no. inner tube? What are you talking about? Like going down the... No. Yes, yes, Ben. You was that I, the one with the raft? Yes, yes. And you like... <laughs> you had literally you had were puddle, paddling you in. You had paddles and you would paddle like different ways. Wait, was that one of the... Like the first game for Connect? No, no, no. This is like <laughs> no, 90s. This is like an actual arcade game yeah. in an arcade. You would literally sit down. You remember those all those games Gosh. where you could skate or you could ski? And yeah, you were actually yeah, yeah, like yeah. Do, okay. It was, was one cool. of those, but you had two giant ass paddles that you were white rotor rafting in. It probably cost like $4 per play. <laughs> I'm not remembering the paddling one. I'm the remembering one where it's like your hands paddling. Like just paddling back. What is happening? Star Wars Squadrons came out recently. Yeah. Uh, I played it. Sean, what are you? I did play it. What are some positive things we can say about this game? Because it definitely was not an entirely negative experience. Wow. It's really cool in VR. Um, I would like really to talk about cool. that a bunch, but I'll, I'll let y'all talk about it without VR. Jason, tell me more about the VR experience. It is what I dreamed of when I was six. Like, I put on the VR headset, and suddenly I am six years old again. Like, just loving Star Wars and being like, this is the coolest thing ever. You're just you're just moving your head around, and you're inside a spaceship. You're, you're in a Star War. Why can't we have the Millennium Falcon? That's a great question. I didn't get to that level. Thank you. Um, yeah, I played the whole game. You never get to it. That, that would have been good. <laughs> that would have been very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and and VR is good for flight sims. Uh, I have not played it in others. I was kind of surprised yeah. by this. I thought mm-hmm. it would be like super uh, motion sick from it. But yeah. I wasn't. I could play for about an hour and then say like, okay, put it down, walk away, maybe just sit Wait, don't somewhere. Do you have Microsoft Flight Sim? Flight Sim, yes, yes, but not for would, VR. Would that be great for VR? It, it probably would be. Um, but I, but I don't have a uh, PC VR. The really. greatest flight simulator in the history of mm-hmm. computing. It's really good. You guys want to talk about Microsoft Flight Simulator? Nice. I do, man. Oh, that's great. That's that's side quest so cool. to the side quest. Oh yeah, our third. Yeah, at least. All right. So, uh, anything else VR? I mean, as far as uh, maybe other than the levels, like in between talking to people, it was fun looking around, but it just felt weird in a two D medium. Here's here's one of the weird things you notice in VR: who you're taller than. Like I noticed height a lot more. In I can I can notice that a couple times. I thought that was, was like, it, but it was weird. Yeah, in not VR, it was just kind of it almost seemed like a mistake. Like yeah, I people are usually people all the same taller. height, right? In video yeah, games, yeah, I exactly. never noticed that before until this game, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, some people are taller than others. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the best thing though is during a dogfight, being able to literally look over your shoulder Dude. as you're playing. Like, oh, wow. amazing. That's cool. Uh, particularly in these space battles where everything's happening all around you. Um, you know, complete uh, 360, whatever, however many degrees. It's, it was really cool. Lasers shooting pl- past yeah. you. And then just going through the debris fields, right? Yeah. Like being like, you know what, forget cool. this level. I'm just going to go wander over here. 
Yeah. I'm just going to hang out by this this busted Star Destroyer and like fly through the debris because it's really cool. So those are my favorite parts are when they're like, hey, you have to fly through this ship or whatever and like narrowly go through these passages, like obviously very much Return of the Jedi when mm-hmm. Lando's going through the Death Star and all that. But like there weren't enough of those for me. It felt like almost every level was like fly through here and shoot the thing, fly through here and mm-hmm. shoot the thing. Oh, no, 10 more TIE fighters. Or, oh, no, attend, you know, just like it seemed repetitive and and maybe not even repetitive, but not doing enough with the flight sim star Wars thing that it could do. Like I want to go on cool missions that I've never even seen before. And I was just kind of like fly over to that star destroyer and let's take it down. So it's like, Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. So I didn't play any multiplayer. Did either of you play any multiplayer? Yeah. Online? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Tell no, me about that. Not. Cause what I've heard is that the, uh, the whole, uh, story sequence is basically tutorial to teach you how how the ships work, mm. how to control things, how to, how to play the multiplayer game, and then once you get there, it's like yeah. lots of different strategies. So yes, I will. I have not played enough to say that I've like established a strategy that I've stuck with. I will say that that's probably the biggest plus to the whole game is not only multiplayer and VR. Those are probably the biggest two, but the how expansive all the options for all your loadouts are and all the different ships mm. you can. get. I think there's eight different ships, but there's like you know, dozens of different armor types and torpedoes and missiles and later, whatever it is. And it's cool. I mean, it, if you want, you can be a bomber class in any type, the TIE fighter or, or X or whatever that is. The uh, Y wing, is that the bomber? Whatever it is. Yeah. And you can kind of play like def- defense and you're slower and you have more armor and you're just dropping bombs all the time. Or you can be like the speedy TIE fighter X wing and just like go along and like laser people the whole time and kind of get in dog fights the whole time. So it's nice that it's not just everyone gets an X wing and you're flying around mm-hmm. like, what was the one um, like Battlefront? Like the it was I can't remember if it was one or two or both, but all the space battles. The coolest part was just kind of like flying around like Jakku and seeing like this the just the beauty of it. Which same with this game. This game is gorgeous, but it kind of felt like Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Like it felt like those old school nothing new kind of thing. And so the new thing about this, even though I already threw it under the bus earlier, is that it has all of those crazy options. And so. I have heard reviews of people that have spent dozens of hours playing this game and are very invested and know all the different ion cannon lasers and they have their specific loadout and they have a team of like four or six guys or whatever that jump in. They all play different types, you know, like when you're we're playing uh, like Rocket League or whatever, we have these strategies that we make Mm -hmm. up along the way. Same kind of thing that I didn't I did not get that far. I jumped into a couple games, played just long enough to be like, okay, people are really good at this already. (laughs) And it was kind of back to the single player, which was a lot easier. Yeah, I could see the the potential of that. I I obviously didn't get crazy far into the game, but I really I enjoyed the um targeting objective changes where you could basically say, "Okay, I'm targeting specific enemies or enemies yeah. that just attacked me oh, or I'm cool. targeting objectives or these kind of things." That was nice. I could see how that would translate over to more fun like multiplayer strategy type things yeah. or different types of of game simulations where it's it's not just, okay, kill these TIE fighters or shoot these cannons. But if it was something that was a little bit more involved, where there's multiple things going on and, and multiple teammates doing different things, I could see that being something that would be very fun to try to mess around with and configure. Yeah. yeah. Could we walk people through one mission? I, there was one mission I really liked. Um, Do it. There's a lot. But it was the, the one where you are a TIE fighter, kind of uh, not for the first time because the opening mission is a TIE fighter. Uh, but a few missions in, you come back to being a TIE fighter again. And uh, you are 
escorting one of the shuttles, one of the Empire shuttles, uh, those little three-wing dealies, into a base where it will then kidnap a spy who has been in, who is in prison, rescue this spy, get out, and then you provide cover the whole way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the stages of that level. I loved that there were so many different kinds of things you're doing. There was the, the base setup where you're taking down uh, different stationary weapons. There's X-Wings firing right. at you while you're taking those out. Taking down you're turrets. You're protecting something. You're taking down turrets. Uh, I mean, it, it was great. I loved the movement in that level in particular. And that, and that it told a story, right? And that, that it, it felt like a story. And yeah, the, the, a similar thing happens on the um, the Rebel side, or should I say the New Republic side. There you go. Oh. That uh, when you try to take over a Star Destroyer. And it's a similar kind of thing where you land and you have to board and you're defending and like five other Star Destroyers show up at the end and you have to figure out how to get past them. And of course your hyperdrive doesn't work. And so there's definitely really cool moments and it is, it is nice in those. Maybe I I undersold it earlier again when I was just like, you go and you shoot stuff and you're done because there (laughs) definitely are stages within levels and it does tell a story nicely within that. I do appreciate that. I think it's just the individual actions you're doing within those stories definitely that that's the part that seemed repetitive even though the reason i was doing those things shooting the turrets or shooting the tie fighters or whatever it was changed throughout and the story i thought was a nice seven or eight hour story um but there's always the weirdness and i remember feeling this in tie fighter and x-wing versus tie fighter and whenever you're playing as the bad guys right and when you're eating verso from i think battlefront or battlefront 2 battlefront 2 um, and you know, you start as like death squad or whatever, and you like slowly yeah. and your dad is the mm-hmm. captain of a star destroyer, I think, or, and you end up like making the switch. And I thought that was a much more intriguing story than this one, which is just like, you're two random people that you just make up the names at the beginning. And you're kind of going through the stories throughout. And you, I didn't really feel tied to my own character at all in both of them. I think that was the only thing that I was kind of missing story wise. Uh, it, it was just, I just kind of felt like a grunt throughout, even though every single conversation people were talking to me and they're like, you're doing a great job. You're up for a, an award or a recommendation to the general. And I'm like, I don't even know. I forgot my name. Like, Great job, even, newbie. Right. Keep flying. It was very rebel assault. Where like <laughs> by the end, I thought my name might just be rookie. Good job, Rook. Good job, Rook. Valorant five. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know if you guys felt like this. I so when I when I started the story mode, I I put it on the easiest mode because I had story heard this mode. was difficult. Yeah. Is what is that? Is the story mode right? Story mode. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll go easy because I don't play a lot of flight simulator games, and so I was like, I'll try it easy. And I'm playing this. And I'm like, does anyone else feel like this is way too easy? And I'm I'm <laughs> guessing it's because I was on the easy mode. But there would be times where like. You know the what's the the captain's name? The guy that used to be with the Empire, and then he Linden. joins your team. Yeah, Lyndon. He's like, I've got some on my back. Come, and he's like, go help him. And it's like, thanks, buddy. And it's like, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> like, we cleared them all out. There's, you know, there'd be five Tie Fighters in, and you'd kill one, and they'd be like, good job, everyone. We got them out. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, totally. What? <laughs> I didn't. It was like thirty seconds of of gameplay, and the mission's over. At, at one point, yeah. it's two X wings literally holding down a Tie Fighter <laughs> on the surface of a planet. Hit him! Hit him again, Rook! You got it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt like I. It was just. I think I'm a little worse than you because I was like just good enough to be like, wow, I finished that so quickly. I got two <laughs> Tie Fighters. Yeah, and I beat the. Right. Whole, I got them. So it only took me ten minutes. <laughs> it is more difficult to play in VR because I've played both now. Oh, um, okay. and I've heard that for multiplayer, like nobody plays VR. It's like that. Interesting. That's just, just not too the way many people do it. Variables. 
Yeah, and it, it's it's like such an emotional, cool, immersive experience yeah. for the actual shooting things. And so I I died a bunch, right? And it was traumatizing. Like like I still don't know if I'm alive. I think you because it's cross platform, but I think you can you can choose same platform in the in the settings, which is nice. So you don't know. So you can jump in and play only against people who are doing VR if you wanted to. But it does sound like that would be pretty overwhelming. Yeah, there's a lot of controls, man. Yes, which is good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it, if you're coming from Rogue Squadron, it's it's going to feel a little bit complex, right? Yeah, it, it ramps it up just a little bit, which is crazy because Rogue Squadron had three handles in that controller. That's true. That's already that's a lot. If you're coming from X-wing versus Tie Fighter, it's going to feel arcadey and like it's dumbed down because every number on the keyboard is a different function in X-wing versus Tie Fighter. Yeah, and, and for me, it, it hit a nice sweet spot in between. Um, oh, yeah. where it wasn't just kind of turn your brain off, shoot all the things, but I didn't want to think too much, right? I'm playing a video game. Like, leave me alone. I definitely made sure all my loadouts were strong homing as much yeah. as I could. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. It's on the screen. It's going to get shot down. Exactly. <laughs> as, as soon as my thing turns green, I'm firing. It's dead. I can move on. I don't want to have to like, be like going around trying to get it in my crosshairs. I mean, it was kind of fun, like having to remember, okay, switching, the context of you know diverting power to missiles yeah, or to your thrusters cool. or like having to call your little bot to like refill your supplies or fix your ship and wh- while you're in the middle of of a fight that yeah. like those kind of little things were fun for me rather than like you just you're just going pew 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 there's yep. a little bit more nuance to it which i enjoyed it, it was cool even though we're talking about how complex the controls are or maybe that's not even the right word because i was able to let my six-year-old olivia like we just jumped in like a training session where it's just a bunch of like space debris around. And I even like got the, um, you can spawn different ships. So I spawned a star destroyer and had her like fly by it and oh, stuff. And she was yeah, flying yeah. through like little holes in the debris and stuff. And all you have to do, cause the left stick is, is your yaw, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the right stick is just like left and right, whatever it is. Basically all she had to move was one joystick to move around. Yeah. It was really nice that she, and then like go forward. But even once you go forward, like you said it and forget it. It's, it's yep. everything's like cruise control, right? Yeah. So I just hit go forward and then she would just use the joystick to just fly around space. And she, she's seen Star Wars, but she is not a fangirl. Like, but she loved flying through space. She asks me almost every day if we can go play the Star Wars game where you fly through space, awesome. which is cool. Cause even compared to Mario, she hasn't gotten past the first level. Cause she's like, keeps, she's died enough that it's like, has left like a bad taste in her mouth like a year or two ago when she started. So she's like, I don't want to play that game where I die all the time. I want to play the game where I can just like fly around and be free. Yeah. It's called yeah. Microsoft Flight Sim. And yeah, <laughs> I want to fly over out. Mount Shasta. Uh, yeah. Actually, turns out you die a lot in that too. Or, or oh. at least I do. Yeah, you did send me a screenshot of uh, a little propeller plane halfway through the house that we grew up in in Nevada, California. <laughs> I made it. Gosh. I made it. I, I need to buy a PC just so I can play this game. Yeah, yeah it was fun. It does look really but, cool. Um, but did it, you it was good ever, for like an hour, and then like, yeah. Yeah, I moved on. Yeah. Did you guys ever glitch out to where your plane went into a Star Destroyer and then was just banging around inside the Star Destroyer no. constantly? No. This, happened to, this happened to me a good two or three times awesome. where I'm like... Flying low, taking out, you know, the cannons or the blasters or whatever on a Star Destroyer. And I'd fly too low and my, my X-Wing would just go into the Star Destroyer. And then I was inside the Star Destroyer, but it was about, you know, six by six <laughs> wide. So I'm just clanging all over the inside of the walls and oh, there was no out. Amazing. So I just would have to restart the the mission. Oh, that's good. Which I guess is realistic, you know? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, absolutely. If you make it inside of a Star Destroyer, you're not going anywhere. You're not going out. <laughs> You're going to be yeah. playing it um, around all over the place. 
You you both had uh, some glitches. I only had one glitch. Yeah. But let me tell you, glitching in VR is uh, oh god, it's <laughs> instant vomit. It's, it's an existential nightmare. <laughs> I, I still don't know if this is my hand in front of me. Like, uh, are you just Sandra, Sandra Bullock in Gravity? I am just <laughs> turning Sorry. over. Or Sandra cool. Bullock in the net. <laughs> Sandra Bullock in Miss Congeniality. I'm jacked in <laughs> to a beauty pageant. Oh man! As long oh. as you're not Sandra Bullock in we all Crash. Know. It was, it was crash. crash. Oh jeez! Wow, she's been she's a couple. So hasn't mean she? to Michael Pena. Oh man! Uh, she's trying to change her locks. Uh, <laughs> Man. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about before, Sandra? Oh, yeah. Glitches. Glitches. I had a weird glitch where I would turn my um, Xbox off, turn it on, and everything would be like times 10 speed. Oh, nice. I, def- oh. I sent you some videos where it's like, <laughs> and it was just like people talking. And I was like, okay, we'll get through the people talking and we'll go to the level. And like once the level loads, it'll be fine. The whole level was 10 times speed. I played yes. a whole level like that. I didn't kill anyone, but everything went by so quickly. And it was like you were saying where like all of my like teammates killed all the baddies for me. And I yeah. just like flew around the whole time and everything happened twice as fast. Dude, it was crazy. Dude, looking. speed run this game. Yeah. Do a 10 minute run of this game. <laughs> you unlocked something. You That's not a glitch. Run. That's a It'll feature. Fantastic. Maybe I was just that good at it. It felt yes. like it was going. That's right. <laughs> my glitches were the complete opposite where everyone just stopped doing their jobs. <laughs> Weird. Like we would just be flying and someone would say something and then all my NPCs would just stop talking <laughs> and, and the, then the mission would go away and we were just flying around in space. <laughs> I like to think, nothing, to sh- nothing to shoot, nothing, nowhere to go. <laughs> I like to wow. think Frisk said something shocking and then everybody just like turned off their mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go quiet on comms for a little while guys <laughs> yeah fucking boss is right taking all our jobs <laughs> oh, wish the empire had finished oh, the job oh, <laughs> okay Jeez. if frisk talks about pizak one more time without letting me actually play pizak oh. are we are we role playing oh, racism play in the star wars <laughs> galaxy oh my gosh george started it Yep. I want to play Pazak. So yeah, every time you mentioned Pazak, I wanted to go back to Kotor and just play Pazak for hours, so and then go much. back to to Witcher Three and play Gwent for even more hours. Oh, oh, I've got my story of that. Can I tell it here? This is a good place for it. Side quest to the side quest. Okay, this is, a, is this a safe place? Uh, we'll safe see. Place. I'll edit it out if it's not. So no judgment free zone. Uh, I've been playing a game called Sakura Wars, which is like uh, magic anime girl mechs uh, set in the forties. It's getting weird. It's kind of fantastic. What's it and called? Sakura Wars. It's magic anime uh, girl dating sim, but also with lots of mech fighting. Um, sure. It's really fun. I really like it. They say the perfect game doesn't exist. Right? <laughs> and I discovered the perfect game, and it's a game within the game. Of course it because is. Because you have an, a 1940s iPhone, your communicator, and you can you can play mini games with the other the anime girls oh. that you're trying to date. What? And so it was the first game. It said, you know, we, we play with a Hanafuda deck. And I'm like, cool. What's that? Um, it's a game called Koi Koi. I'm like, cool. What's that? And it's like one screen of tutorial. More words. Where it's just like, find pairs, match them up, try to win. <laughs> cool. Like, I don't, what? There's no numbers on the cards. There's like, no. There's like what? different birds sure. and different leaves. Like, it, it looks like I'm playing with Mahjong tile, tiles. I'm like, I, I literally have no idea what's happening. So then I Googled it, and within an hour, I had downloaded Kiki's Koi Koi for Kids onto my phone. And I don't know, I put like 100 hours into that in the last couple of weeks. Um, it's wow. kind of amazing, and I'm addicted to Koi Koi. Wow. 
So, someday I'll pick up Soccer Wars again. That game was fun. Someday you're just going to have a Japanese high schooler show up to your door and be like, ah, oh, Jason, my Jason, love. We've been playing all along. <laughs> those, those are the cards. I don't know if you can see it at all. A little bit. I see birds, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do miss cool. Mahjong. I have that on my phone. I need to play more Mahjong. More Mahjong. Um, why did that happen? Yeah, Pazak. Pazak. God, Pazak's so good, dude. Pazak is very good. Why don't they just keep Pazak in all of these games? I'm downloading Pazak on my phone. I hope so. Yeah, download Pazak. All right, Sean, bring us back. Any any other takeaways from this game? Will you finish the single player? (laughs) (laughs) To be seen. I mean, I'll probably play more. Yeah. I might honestly just start a new story with a harder level. Okay. And then play a little bit of that, and then maybe try multiplayer or yeah. something. Yeah, I could see that. I had not thought about it before until you said it. Just, I totally understand the the seven to eight hour story being a tutorial for a multiplayer. It would set you up pretty well for that. I think that's a great idea. Because if you just jumped into multiplayer right away, even after just playing an hour, yeah, there's stuff you learn in the last couple hours that that you don't learn the entire game. So that's that's a really good idea. Anything else, Jason? Takeaways? Get VR. Get VR. What are you doing? PSVR? Yeah. Okay. PSVR. Man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're uh, rocking Oculus, you now have to have a Facebook account. Of course you do. Yep. Um, Do you... What's the news on PSVR for PS5? It works. Is it just the same thing? It's the same thing, and it even uses uh, the PS Move controllers from the PS3. Right? Those have been going forward. They've still got the old... um, For all the hand tracking? Connector. Is there, uh, there's, and there's triggers on that, right? Yeah, triggers on it and the little glowy balls. Um, cool. And evidently it needs an adapter to connect the camera, but it, you still use the ca- the same camera, and all PS5s come with the adapter. Um, oh, cool. I'm confused because the camera connects to USB, so it, it seems weird. It's like, what? Why not just throw yeah. a USB? I mean, you just throw a USB drive on the bag. Why not? They're easy. They're cheap. It's like USB-C to USB-3 or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gl- happy that connect is still thriving. Like we don't even need like goggles and stuff or like oh, yeah. connect controllers with our Xboxes. We just stand yeah. in the room and move and it's perfect and it's They're- photorealistic and it's just flawlessly mirrored. So good. Was They're it- definitely not in the like back of everyone's closets or garages <laughs> no. right now. Isn't it great that they designed the entire Xbox UI with that in mind? Yeah, and, and nobody you just it. talk to Cortana and use Connect. Um, at, oh, at my school's library, they have um, this giant video display that is connected to two Connect cameras up above, and so you can walk in front of it and like press buttons on the video display. Oh, that's cool. None of it works. Okay, like it worked for the first week, <laughs> right? But the cameras are always getting reset. Half the They're video display will go out. Um, and it like I was talking to them about this. I was like, "What is this thing? Like, Why do we we've got this, this humongous display, and it's still showing the featured stuff from three years ago, whenever it was installed." And I like we spent two hundred thousand dollars on it. Oh, oh, not that much, wow. really? Yeah, not not on the screen. Is that like a made up number you just said? No, it was two hundred thousand dollars. Not not on the screen. <laughs> well, no, yeah, the whole system and everything, right? No, 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 no. On the software. What? On the software. Oh, um, Because they built it from scratch. Sean would have done it for half that much. Oh. They had someone... Yeah, yeah, I know. You could have done it for half that. I, it's I not all that impressive. I would have done it for half that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, only 100K, yeah. It, I'll do it I, again. Yeah. It, it, Your tax dollars hard at work, people. It's, it's oh, right in front of no, the... Uh, TCU. 
Christian, wait, wait, uh, is, is that tax dollars? Yeah, I get some tax dollars. I guess so. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it's right in front of the technology sandbox, which is this cool, like, everything's white countertops, and it's, like, glass all around it, and it's, like, all the latest technology in there. Like a 3D printer that's not connected to anything because it's just in this room. And they had a Roku box in there. Wait, why is it not connected to anything? <laughs> well, it's just a Roku box sitting on, on a, like, a counter, like a white counter. Oh, it's like a museum? A little, like a museum. Yeah, except they trade okay. it out every year or so and buy new equipment. To not plug in. To not plug in. Yeah, yeah. No, you're following. Oh <laughs> this belongs in a museum. I love the idea of someone going to, like, the TCU workers. Best like... <laughs> the makerspace at TCU and just ripping out the 3D printer from the wall and shaking it and screaming, this belongs to you. By the way, in, in unrelated news, um, we're not getting any new books this year. Cool, because they're all and in the museum, the we library had, we museum. We had to cancel half of our databases in journals. Why, why do you need books when you can look at a, a Roku box? You could look at a Roku box. An Oculus Rift that's connected to nothing and has no software. You could look at it. Oh my gosh. It's like taunting you. Hey, and, good news. That can that uh that quest that they have in yeah. there is gonna be coming out soon because they got the quest two to display. It's, it's, they're gonna move it to a closet. I'm excited. Can't that's wait. That's awesome. They don't give those to like poor and needy quest Ooh. questless people. I I, I asked about like why people. do we have this what does it do? And they're like, Oh, this way the students can can try out the latest technology. Okay. And 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 they can learn. So they can check it out? No, no, no. They only in oh. that room. Uh and then they can learn because they can't actually use it. Right? Can they can learn if they it. want to buy it. And I was like, you can't breathe on it. But you can look at you, it. Did you pay tens of thousands of dollars to set up a Best Buy? Yeah. That doesn't sell anything? It's like a shit Mac store. It's like really shit Mac store. Hey, Best Buys you can't go in. TCU still can't. Right. <laughs> oh, TCU. Well, I think that about does it for us today, kids. Great pod. Great pod. We spent a hundred grand to move the statue of our two former Confederate soldier founders back five feet. All right. As always, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have. Wait, wait till Squadrons comes out at, for $20, then buy yeah, it and play yeah. it. Yeah, it'll be great. It's my, my take. Yeah. All right, so we don't know when the next Star Wars game that's coming out is going to be. I know Fallen Order is in the works, or at least it was at some point, and who knows with the pandemic what's going on, but um, I'm excited to get another kind of, I don't even know, first-person shooter or however you would describe Fallen Order 2, whatever type of game that was. I think what we'd all love to see is another KOTOR, Mm -hmm. and they have, I mean, we played KOTOR 1 and 2 last year, the year before on on Mulm, if you can check out those episodes, but the whole idea of just like being a random star Wars character in, I think it was like thousands of years before all the, the movie films timeline. Um, it was cool. So disconnected, but still you have the lore of all the different races and aliens and planets and Jedi and all that kind of stuff. It was, it was pretty sweet. Just a really well done story. I think we'd all love to see that. And especially in an open world that's less linear than, than fallen order. But yeah. Have you guys heard any rumors about any upcoming games or anything? No, but I I will say to add to that my my favorite type of Star Wars stories tend to be slice of life Star Wars stories. Yeah, which is kind of ironic because you wouldn't have slice of life stories without the main stories, but they always tend to be better. Like I love Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. I loved Solo, even though it was kind of 
not super hot with people. Yeah. Um, Mandalorian's fantastic. So I'm all about that. I think we'd all love to see a horror film uh, with Salacious Crumb as the antagonist. Yeah. Just or like hiding behind Rand- Or the protagonist, man. <laughs> Him and his Kowaki and monkey lizard family just like <laughs> hanging. Uh, honestly, you know, let's get rid of that's a little too on the nose. Okay. Is the horror <laughs> film with the, like the scary looking Kowaki and monkey lizard. Let's go rom com. Yeah. <laughs> rom com, yeah. Salacious Crumb, meaning less Salacious Crumb. I don't know what her name would be. <gasps> and Jabba. Salacious what? Crumb and Jabba. That's disgusting. You always felt the sexual tension between the two. I think you saw it. Not just me. I think you saw it. He thought Jabba was hilarious. He laughed at all his jokes. I've really thought that the Star Wars galaxy really didn't show enough of both sides. So (laughs) let's take a a page from modern journalism and let's both sides this thing. Wow. And with that, we're done. (laughs) Thanks so much for being here, Sean. Hopefully we'll have you on soon to play an actual game. Always a pleasure. Uh, But yeah. All right. I don't know why I said play an actual game. For like an actual a longer episode next time. We'll play a sure. big boy game next time. <laughs> a big boy game. Yeah. <laughs> a sixty dollar game. Yeah. yeah.